are in a fucked up situation in this country and in this world right now and all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Police done disarmed niggas. A few years ago, they was paying you to give them your gun. Remember Nas said it on his own? Police paying me to give them my gun, all of that. All yeah. They disarmed people and, 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 and all of the mass incarceration and all of that and all of that and all of that. And then they just do what they want to us. You understand? That everybody giving... Everybody done stole their guns back to the police, and then the police start killing black people every day. Welcome back to the Graffiti Talk Radio. We've got a special guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rock Miss Monster, a.k.a. Dutch, Rock Obama, to the show. What's, so anyway, what's, what's good? All right. Uh, so where were you born, Rock, and, what, and where were you raised at? Um, I was born in a hospital on the borderline of Brooklyn and Queens, but on the Brooklyn side. Brooklyn and um, side. raised in Brownsville for the mm-hmm. for for, for the majority of my life, you know, I've I've left, I've, I've lived in Cali for a minute and all of that, but that was all after this rap shit. Um, I always find my way back to Brownsville. Brownsville, that's where home's at. Then I forgot to mention, I got my partner Bomba Clyde and Fresh in the building as well. Got to mention you guys. <laughs> what's up, Bomba Clyde is in the house, and Fresh. What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. Yeah, all right. Okay. Okay. Getting back to the interview, Rock. Uh, what inspired you to want to be an MC and pick up the mic? <clears throat> well, I don't know. It was um, it was lit. Actually, I do know. Like, um, my homeboy wrote a rap, and we mm-hmm. was both we was both kind of nerds at the time, right? So, right. But he was nerdier than me. So when he wrote a rap. I just, uh-huh. I just, he could write a rap, I could write one too. You know what I'm saying? And and and, right. and that was how it all yeah. started. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn. So like being that you're from Brooklyn, you know, like it was a bunch of MCs coming out, and that you know, did you grow up battling, or how did that work? Or you just just started writing songs when you started first I starting off? I definitely grew up battling. I used to, right. um, yeah, I, I battled my fucking face off like all day. <laughs> Lunchrooms, <laughs> block parties. We used to call them jams in Brownsville, but um, uh, like everywhere, you know, fucking whole yeah. project ways and shit. Wherever it was some people rapping, I was with the shits. Damn, that's, that's what's up. up. That's what's up. Well, you were you were the infamous Decepticons, right? Can you explain the time and then when that happened? What happened? You were with the Decepticons, the infamous Decepticons. Were yes. you part of that? Allegedly, yes. Uh, <laughs> or affiliated? Nah, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't think there's really anything, really any such thing as affiliated, I guess, but um, nah, you know, that is and was, you know, that's the family, you know what I mean? That's it used to be a game, family. it's a family now. Right, word, right, word. right. That's what's up. And when did you first meet Sean Price? Oh, it's hard to say, I mean, because... My mom's and his mom's was was friends and shit. So, like, I was around him at a real young age. That I you know he had he Ruck had older memories of me than I have of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like but... my first like concrete memory of him was I was nine years old. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah. Him, him and my his mother and my mother had already known each other. They had been around each other, so I had probably been around him too. I had I knew his younger brother though, like because his younger brother was closer to his. You know, he he was younger, so he stayed closer to his mother. So, you know, a lot of times when his mother would be at my crib, his his brother mm-hmm. stuff would be at my crib too. So I knew stuff first, and then I met right. him. I was nine. Wow, so that's Damn. like family. That's just like the Riza and the Jizza growing up together, or even tribe with the Q-Tip 
and five, y'all, y'all, y'all grew up together, so y'all was like family then, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even like. It's like we was family, but we didn't. We weren't friends yet. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, okay. Like, oh, okay. So you knew you knew of him. Okay, I see. Yeah, like like you know that was my play cousin and shit. But you know what I'm saying? We became friends. Really, more, I mean, we really became friends through DSEP. You know what I'm saying? Word, like, word, word. That was that's what, where we became friends for real. Wow. Did you grow up with any other members of the boot camp clique? Yeah, we all grew up with each other to a certain extent. I mean, like, all of us, like, the only one who didn't grow up around, well, all right, let's just say this. Tech is the tech is from Bed-Stuy and Buckshot is from mm. Brown Heights. But right. Buckshot mm. he lived in Brownsville as well. He moved around a lot. He's Bushwick, Crown Heights, Coney Island, all kind of shit. But, um, mm. but um, like, Buck and Steel were friends. You know, like, Steel knew Buck. And right. you know, I've, and 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 clearly, still brought tech to the table too. They tech and still met in high school. You know what right. I mean? But I'm not sure when right. him and Buck met, but I know this. I know that still, when when like me and Steel are from the same projects. He grew up in a building right across the street from the building I grew up in. And right. um, and 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 we were introduced by his uncle, and his uncle used his uncle was like, "Yo, this nigga can rap." And la 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 said that to him. Uh-huh. Told yeah. me, you no. Know, so his uncle made the made the link, and the fun. Even though we both lived in Cephalo, you know what I yeah. mean. We were the own Cephalo Projects is the name of our projects, right? Even though we started it, and right. like you know, we and we both from the same projects. We are the only two that met through music, like through, through rap, like. Uh-huh. It, I, I don't even understand how we wasn't cool, with, how we wasn't already, like, how I didn't already know him. But, right. you know, I mean, because he was from right across the street. But then my building was it's kind of, my building is like an outcast building in Cephalo. Like, three, yeah. build, three buildings sit together, and then my building sits by itself across the street. So it was a little bit of separation grow up. That would probably explain how I didn't really know Son before that. Yeah, where, where, yeah. Oh wow! Everybody. So then I linked up with him. You end up linking up with him, and they were like, "Hey, you grew up right around the block." Yeah, yeah. It was like you live right across. <laughs> like I look out my, I walk out my building. I see his building. It's right there. But um, yeah. So when that happened, um, everybody else, mm-hmm. we all like we all knew we all knew each other. Right. Like before music, it ain't have nothing to do with a rap or anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, just mm-hmm. homie shit. And Louisville, Louisville's uncle is one is is my oldest and dearest friend. Like this nigga been my man since I was five years old in kindergarten. So that was how we got Louisville. Like Louisville would come right. when he was young. He would come around when he was really young. He would come around the way just to spend. You know, he spend the night at his family crib. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I knew Louis. I knew Louisville forever. I knew DJ Logic forever. You know Logic. I don't even, what about Smith, I don't even Smith, remember. What about Smith and Wesson? What about them? That's what I'm, that's who Steel is. You know what I mean, saying? okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to respect this. It's, like, it's a lot of y'all, man. But, you know, I love the music. I'm, it's, it's doing by you guys, man. It's, y'all make good music. Well, look, what are you saying? Uh, yeah. Strang, St- Top Dog is Steel's brother. Okay. Um, And, you know, Strang was from across the street from the project. He didn't live in the project. So, basically, we grew up all around, you know, we just we we just linked at the right time, though. You know what I'm saying? We all grew up fucking around with each other. We might not have all been linked together originally, but as we started formu- formulating, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Things were starting to happen. Uh, wow. Was it was it, uh, it boot camp click before anything? Before you got with Tucktown or whatever, or was it like was y'all boot camp click known like on the streets or whatever? Nah, we wasn't. Um, nah, like, uh, let me see. Like, the name Boot Camp Click, like, niggas came up with that name around the time of Black Moon's first album. Well, oh, word. Sometime around that time. But we was already mobbing. You know what I mean? Word. At that point, yeah. I was kind of complete already. You know what I'm saying? Word. Yeah. So how how did Health the Skelter form? Yeah. How'd that happen? Huh? The Helter Skelter crew, how'd that form together? When y'all did y'all start doing your thing? 
Yeah, we, I mean, like, we started, you know, we started doing dirt in the streets together, and, mm-hmm. you know, he was just such a dope MC. Like, I had, like I said, I wrote my first rap. I was fucking 11 years old, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I had been doing Dang. it, you know yeah. what I mean? I had been doing it for a long time. At this, what what would seem like a long time, I have been doing it a few years and shit. But um, and and I'm I'm not really sure how long he was rapping, but he didn't take it as serious. But he was so yeah. dope, you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't yeah. have a he didn't have a rap book, but you know, like I used to call him the bits and pieces man. Like me and a few of us used because he had a bunch of like eight bar pieces or twelve bar four eight. And you never knew, even if you thought you heard this verse before, you didn't, not really, because it was going to sound different now. He was going to mix him. If you heard the the beginning, you might have recognized, but the, then it would go someplace else. That was just another bit or piece that he threw in. Shit. But, um, like, once yeah. I knew, once I knew that, once I knew of him and his talent, yeah, yeah, that I, I was already scheming on him be- becoming my partner. I just, That's you know what I'm saying? Had a, I had another um, partner at the time, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really working out. So I was already scheming on something, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I literally schemed and plotted. I mean, I schemed and plotted on Steel, too. You understand what I'm saying? Because Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, once I was introduced to Steel, and I still already had, he was already moving in a direction of this rap shit, hard body. He was taking it serious. He had demo, you know, he was working. He'll work a job. Mm-hmm. Do dirt and do dirt on the side and pay for studio. You know what I'm saying? Like his shit, like his shit was his his shit was in motion already. You understand what I'm saying? Like I mean, at the age of 15, I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like he was 15, 16, and he was on it like that. So yeah, I knew like like the niggas from my building. Like I didn't you know my crew from my building. We was just a, I mean it was just a bunch of you know we they to make a long story short they didn't my movement wasn't put together yet. You understand what I'm saying? Like like my niggas, right. I didn't have no support from my building. I my niggas I just had jokes from my building. Niggas, you know what I'm saying? Nobody believed <laughs> at this point. Niggas had jokes and all that. But when right, I right. still I schemed, I'm like, I wanna be a part of that right there. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah, it was it wasn't it wasn't the boot camp but it wasn't the same members then, but if it was, it was different but it but it was the same. He had this, he had that drive, and I'm like, I want to be a part of that right there. So I schemed on Steel. Like I literally schemed on him. Like a man schemes on a woman, he want a bag. I schemed, right. and I did the yeah. same thing with Sean P. Like I wouldn't just come out and be like, Yo, we should be a group. Nah, I was a lot slicker about. You know what I'm saying? I was real slick and 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 and, and right. Call it up. And so. And y'all wow. came out on the, the, the Shining in 95. Y'all came out with that. You want to talk about that, elaborate on that? Well, that was the dopest, you know, that was, that was one of the dopest periods of, of my life because it was my first experience. Like, I wasn't there for the Black, when, when it was recording Black Moons uh, into the stage. Mm-hmm. I was locked up. And by the time I came home, the shit was, up, the shit was basically finished. But right. when, we was, when we was working on, on when, when they started working on The Shining, it was a thing where like like the boot camp was formed every mm-hmm. right and 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 like literally we would tr- we were still training some of the members like you understand what I'm saying like during this like these like, at the time you understand what I'm saying they were new mm-hmm. I mean and we would but it was like fuck that it ain't have our our rap group our, our relationship ain't have nothing to do with rapping. You know what I'm saying? Our right. rap shit had more to do with our relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, mm-hmm. it was like if we knew once we decided that this is what we was doing, and, and and we saw some light at the end of the tunnel, it was like we grabbed who we wanted. We grabbed who we was close to and brought them with us. You understand what I'm saying? Right. It's like, all right, well you got to learn how to rap, nigga. You don't know how to rap? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, and and you know now speaking on the Nocturna album, classic, big fan. Tell us the the memories when recording that classic album. Well, I don't know. It was it was it was it was mine. You know, it was my it was my chance up at bat. Like I said, the Smith and Wesson album, listening to the Black Moon album, and then watching mm-hmm. the Smith and Wesson album, you know, happen. You know, 
it's, it's, it's like baseball. You see, you know, if, when you up to bat, you excited than a motherfucker. You like, you know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. the interview. Like uh, um, <clears throat> somebody asked me, was I nervous? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I had to follow. You know, I had to follow up Smith and Wesson and fucking and Black Moon, and these albums were already, you know, highly revered and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. you, know, you got you got to follow up these classic ass. And I was like, I wasn't afraid at all. I was too excited to be afraid. I was too, I, you know, I was, I was happy. It was like, you know, I was fucking rubbing my fingers together, licking my chops, ready to get this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And we did it, and like I said, the process was the same for all for all of those first albums. We were all in the studio, so it's just imagine, yeah. it's, um, imagine like having a sleepover, you know, with all your all your cousins, you know, all your cousins get together and shit in, at grandma's house. Yeah. Don't nobody go home. Like you, you, you just had the most fun. You like, like it, it was bomb. Like it was just all the fun you could think of. Wow, rap. Wow. So, like, so the producer, because Bugshot produced some of those tracks in East Swift and uh, the guy from the Beat Miners also as well. Um, how does that work? Did you pick, pick in the beats and stuff? Did you just have a bunch of beats or you already had your beats picked for the album? No, we just pick them. I mean, like, niggas play us beats. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? That's, that just be that. Like, for, for it's, it's always, you know, that's, that that process has never changed. Like, only thing, mm-hmm. only thing that's changed now is the fact that we get beats from so many more people, but that never changed. Like you know, we would go over e- Evil D in them crib, or we would meet up with with with, mm-hmm. with 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 whoever the producer was, and they would play us beats or give us a beat tape, and we would pick them, we would write to them, and we would go back and body them. You know, what I mean, it was it wasn't nothing it, it wasn't nothing too complicated with that. You know what I'm saying? The comp, what was complicated was the fact that me and Ruck didn't really like. We don't have the same. We never had the same taste in beats. I think it got worse as we grew up, as we grew older. You know, we become more ourselves. So our beat searching process was the most hilarious, hilarious <laughs> that you could ever watch. Especially niggas oh, was still making beat tapes. And beat CD because now MP3 and all this shit, I can't take the MP. I can't take the MP3 out the computer and throw it across the room like we used to do some niggas tapes. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, take your CD out and slide that shit across the floor, throw that shit out the window. Like it was, it was, it was hilarious. Like, so collaborating with him. The whole beat. So when you were collaborating with the album with him at that at that point, you guys were on the same page. But you said as, as it got older, like the beats were just y'all were just picking. It wasn't on the same page. But even though y'all yeah. was dope when y'all came out doing songs together and shit, came out yeah. came out tight. I mean, but but that was the magic. If we found the beat both of us one, then you uh-huh. know you you just you just now satisfied two different tastes. You understand what I'm saying? And what I like, millions of people like. And what he like, millions of people like. And it may be uh-huh. a different million people than the million people who like what I like. So, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we, saying we It's the best of both worlds whenever we, you know, whenever we united on the beat. It's like, yo, all right, yeah, go. I was just jamming out to understand today, man. I, that's my favorite, man. I love that song. That's the that song. one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what, let's speak about Magnum Force, man. How'd that one come about? Magnum Force, I love I had the most fun making Magnum Force, I believe. Well, I don't know if I had the most fun making it, but I loved it so much because of where my life was at the time. Meanwhile, on the other end, Ruck hated that album because of where his life was at the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, word, word. <laughs> you know I'm saying? Like, his mother passed away in that year. And, wow. and, and all, all kind of whatever, you know what I'm saying, that like he was going through and shit. And as far as me, like, I really, really felt like a rapper during that. We, like, we recorded that album. We recorded part of it in California. I got to, mm-hmm. I, that was the first time I had that experience of going away to record. You know what I mean? Right. I linked up with the Outlaws. You know what I'm saying? Those are some of my mm-hmm. favorite people in the world. We worked with them. Hell the yeah. I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was a big fan of theirs and shit. Messing Man got on the album. I was a gigantic, you know, fan of Sons. And, um... Mm-hmm. And we put all our niggas on it. Like, you know, like Nocturnal wasn't didn't have our niggas on it like Magnum Force did. 
That was the uh, and, we, and we made it freely. Like we didn't have like I knew the name Nocturnal. I had the title and concept in mind before we recorded one thing, one rap. We already knew what the album cover was going to look like. I already knew. You understand what I'm saying? But Magnum Force, we just we just went with the flow, and when we came up with it, we was like we could we we had trouble coming up with a name for it, and it was like but well, mm. we got Magnum Force on it, we might as well call it Magnum Force. You understand what I'm right, saying? So, right. So that was yeah. like, you know, that like that was the boot camp experience. Like, you know, when I told you, like, how when you got all your brothers on the album, mm-hmm. you in yeah. the studio, and, and it's fun. Like Magnum Force, it was like it was that on steroids. And you know, we I I just felt good about being able to give my homies this opportunity. You understand what I'm saying? I also felt like a rapper in the sense that when I was putting out Health the Skelter, it was like, I mean, when we was putting out Nocturnal. Mm-hmm. Like I was becoming famous. I was becoming a rapper still. You understand what I'm saying? Right. When Magnum Force came out, I already was that. Like you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like, like the the the, the whatever the, the amount of success that I had gave you know it, it success breeds confidence. You know my confidence was up. You know like I know niggas know. I'm really, I, I just, I, I got my first truck, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even know how to drive when, when Nocturnal came out. Now I'm driving, chicks is recognizing me and shit like that. So yeah. it was that whole thing that made Magnum Force, like, a, 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 a you know, probably one of my favorite experiences. Well, I love that album so much. Well, yeah, uh, and that, that's what's up, man. That's another classic. And also, you had left dug down. Was there hostility towards that? And you were signed at one point, then you decided it was better to be on your own accord? I mean, uh, it was just, it was complications with the old label where we was on priority and mm-hmm. priority and um priority and dug down part of ways. Priority came at me trying to, you know, they wanted to sign me. And originally, I wasn't going to fuck with them. I'm like, yo, look, we, we, we part ways with these niggas. We out. You know what I'm saying? But right. nigga, uh, Drew High was like, nah, son, listen, do it. You know, my man, shout out to Drew High. He um he told me to do it. He was like, yo, the game changing, son. And deals, you know, record deals ain't falling off of trees these days. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's scary out there. Right. Like, you know them. They know you. They love you. You at least like them. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, like the staff there and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You understand what I'm saying? So... Yeah, yeah. Did that. And so they, so you, it wasn't, so it wasn't like, you know, I'm leaving y'all. It was like, go ahead, go get your money, go do what you got to do. And absolutely, I hear you. Yeah, there was I a, hear you. There was a point while I was, you know, while I was gone, where it mm-hmm. did, where you know, a little bit of animosity did set in, but that was that was over other shit. It was over paperwork and shit like that. But I mean, like, come on, we family. Like, we all like, like. I'm mad at my brother right now. You understand what I'm saying? Right there, <laughs> speak. I'm mad at this nigga. You understand what I'm saying? But that's still my brother. You know what I'm saying? Right, and, right. And I'm gonna get over it, and he gonna get over what I'm gonna say to him when I speak to him. So you know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. Yeah, word up, word up. And then you were with DJ Lick Nito, right? You were working with him. How did yeah, that, that come came, about? Came after the um priority situation because the priority situation didn't work out. You know what I mean? What getting all the way into that? I mean, like I never put out the album. So when I left that yeah. label, when I left Priority, you know, I was in Cali finalizing right. all of that, and I ran into um, I met DJ Lethal through the Alcoholics. Shout out to the Alcoholics. Oh, um, what's word, that? Word. I was because this like, is DJ Lethal's from from uh, New York, isn't he? He wasn't he with House of Pain. He's from House. I'm not sure where he. I think he might have been originally from Boston. I'm not sure. I, I have no idea. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. But, but um, what I'm saying is the um, yeah, the, uh, the, like I'm out there and my man, a dude that I was with, you know, just in a car with with my manager at the time, he worked for my manager and we start talking about hip hop or whatever, la 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 la. And the alcoholic's name came up and I told him that that was one of my favorite West Coast hip hop groups and he was like, "Yo, those is my homeboys." No, 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 for real. He called them. And they happened to be at DJ Lethal Crib. They was like, yo, come over. And we went over there. And, and that was how all of the DJ Lethal shit started. Oh, word. That's what happened. But so that album, album, man, what's that album going to drop? Or they'll never, they'll never drop that album you're supposed to do, man. I have it. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, like, I'm going to drop that album. 
Like mm-hmm. I'm a, like did release a, like I leaked a few songs. I put a few of the songs on my mixtapes and shit like that. But right, I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm not putting out no old shit until yeah. I'm right. you understand what I'm saying. I gotta like yeah. I gotta I put out this new shit. Let niggas know where I'm. I mean, you know what I'm saying. And then when this ball get rolling. You know, eyes is open when the eyes is on or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'm like, yo, oh, and by the way, this is all that other shit. I'm not about to try to, you know, that's thirsty to me to try to put that out first. But, it, you know, it'll, it'll, um, it'll eventually surface soon. That's, because this new shit is coming. All that's right. We waited for that. With you. Hell yeah. And so, like, uh, there was, I heard there was, I read an article that there was some beef about, you know, Blue Camp and Biggie. Was there some truth about that? Yeah, it was. What was that about? It was about uh, creative differences. You know what I'm saying? It was a. We felt like we we felt like Biggie stole something creatively from us. Now whether he did didn't, you know, because the the silly shit was it wasn't us. I was to begin with. We stole it from a from a reggae artist. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Word. But yeah. it's like. But it's like, you know, with um it's like a sample. Like producers understand, like if 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 you know, real producers, like if dudes were someplace, you know, playing each other beats and I played you a, 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 a you know, some shit I hooked up and you don't tell me on that right then and there, yo, I caught that loop too. I flipped it a little different. If you don't tell me that and then <laughs> I hear you with that, then I'm gonna yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, even though I just sampled it, you understand what I'm saying? It was the lyrical equivalent of that. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, well, that's what, what you know, Puffy did to uh, Pete Rock when he stole that uh, Juicy. That, you know, he stole that beat. That was Pete Rock's beat, and he stole it and redid it and then dropped that Juicy. That's, that's right in right there. So, you know, you know? in a... And, and another, and you know, but 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 think about it, like you know, so we don't know, but if we, but but ain't no now, it's just common courtesy, like that's in our mind, mm-hmm. that's how it's supposed to go. It's like, yo, you're supposed to let a nigga know, yeah, I flipped that too. But if you don't, that, if you don't do that, that does not necessarily mean you bid it. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? You probably yeah, just, yeah. you ain't obligated to say nothing to nobody. That's just a courtesy, but. Whatever. You understand what I'm saying? So I say all that to say that, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was what it was about. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, in, in this day and age, I feel like it was silly, even though I still do understand why and how it went there. But we could have yeah, yeah. definitely handled that differently. And shout out to them. You know, rest in peace to B.I.G. I saw yeah. the homie I saw the homie Clep from Junior Mafia last night at my birthday party. Son came through, oh. you know Warrior. That's what's that's up. What's up. No, that's what's up. It's like as you get older and you mature, you kind of say like that. That was stupid shit. But yeah. and then you think about it and you're like, well, shit. He still he could have asked me. It's right. like that. You know, we had did an interview with Big Mike and supposedly Snoop Dogg bit a lot of stuff off from Big Mike, and he never mm. told him. He took mm. it and ran with it. So that was some shady shit. But um, also I'm gonna talk about Death Row East. And you know, uh, Tupac said he was gonna sign you guys, and he loved Boot Camp Click and. At the same time, it was the whole East West Coast and but East and West Coast beef going on. Mm-hmm. You know, did you get a chance to to meet Pac or how did that work? No, nah, I never met Pac. My boys did though, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. When they, I, I was, um, you know, Health Skelter was working on Nocturnal, I believe. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. we was all booked up, studio shit, whatever. We was doing that, but um, the Outlaws, I did meet. You know what I'm right. saying? And mm-hmm. I, I met him through them because the niggas, like, everything you hear his music, you see in their life, like, the way they, you know, like, the way they treat people, you know what I'm saying? The way <clears throat> they just some real dudes, so you know, you know what it is. Like, you you, you, you got to, you get a piece of them. Also, the illest shit was DJ Lethal, in that house he lived in was a house that Pop and the Outlaws used to live in. I was... <laughs> like, like, like we went in the crib, like I'm in his crib. He takes me around the back to, um, this shit in the, um, it's some, like the pavement, it's a paved little patch of, of ground where they carved their names in it. All of the outlaws names are carved in this shit. And he left it there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was just, 
it was the dopest shit in the world. Shit, shit had all their names, and then it had let no man separate what we create. That shit gave me a thousand goosebumps, B. Yo, man. gee, that's tight. That's tight, man. Because, yeah, I saw an interview. He's like, I'm going to sign everybody. I'm going to sign Boot Cab. I, you know, and I was like, what? You know, back in the day, I was a kid, but I, I knew y'all's music and stuff. And yeah. so, um, speaking of rest in peace, you know, with Sean Price, um, was there unreleased music that y'all was working on when he passed away? Or y'all Absolutely. was just, uh, oh, Absolutely. word up, man. You know, he was a character, wasn't he? Because I saw him, he had a, came out on Pawn Stars, and he had this something about trying to pawn a, a, potato, a potato or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the civil rights potato. She was the same potato that Martin Luther King. So he was a clown. So he was a clown around you then, pretty much, when y'all was just chilling and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, he was funny. Yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt. And so uh, when you left, when you left, you know, they had did the boot camp, they had did the chosen few, but then uh-huh. the, you came back on the, the last stand, and I see yeah. a bunch of producers that worked on it, Pete Rock, Marco Polo, and you yeah. had a bunch of other ones. How did that How did that come about? You When you came back, it was a welcome back rock, wasn't it? Some, supposed to be something like that, or? Mm-hmm. You know, I, just... I mean, it was <laughs> regular for me. Like, it was, it was real simple. Like, like Sean P. calls me. And mm-hmm. goes like he was on he was on his way on tour for the um for the for the for his what was it his first um album Monkey Bars in like oh four right right uh, on tour for Monkey Bars and like you know what Rock you want to go with me yes that simple I went <laughs> on tour uh-huh. with him and while we was over there niggas was talking niggas started talking about working on a new boot camp album I was like no doubt let's go. Nothing. It wasn't. It was nothing. It wasn't no big nothing. It was just regular nigga shit. That's it. Word, you know what it's like we 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 somewhere overseas. Nigga Ruck is like yo. Niggas already started. They started. They 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 started working on some songs already. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, word. All right, niggas, you sneaky ass niggas. We sent they sent some songs. We listened. We got back. Went and bodied. That's it. Dang, oh. that's how it just happened. That's just happened like that. Because I looked at it and I looked at the producer's credits and I was just like, damn, y'all work with a lot of producers. Now I wonder as well. I mean, that's a class, that's a good album. You, you know, it don't get the credit it deserves because you have trash on the radio now. I mean, what's your thought on you today's music? Um, I don't get some of it. Some of it I do. You know what I'm saying? Um, But it's just, it's, it's just it, it ain't no versatility. It all just sounds the same. And... If I don't get it, then that's a bad thing. Cause at least something, you know, the next. If 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 everything wasn't the same, if I don't get this, then maybe the next thing that come on, I might get it. You know what I'm saying? I might be able to like mm-hmm. so. But it's just the point where you know m- music is being steered in a direction that, you know, it it ain't. You know, as far as the radio, it's being steered in a direction that you know ain't suitable for a nigga like me on a lot of levels. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like. Word. You know, so it, it it is what it is. Like I don't care. Like I mean, I do, but I don't. Like give a fuck. I'm not going. Um, like I I see what's happening here. I I get it. I know what's happening here. So I'm not. You know, I, I I'm not going to keep beating my head up against the wall trying to fight a power way bigger than me. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just uh, yeah. like I, I I'll fight when it's time to fight. It ain't time to fight right now. I'm just going to rap. Right. Right, and you know, it's like me growing up in the 90s, and you, you know, emceeing in the 90s and all that, you had to have skills to get on the radio. And now, you know, you could just rap about yay, yay, yay all damn day on the song, and you you on the radio. It just doesn't make any sense, man. Thing, man, like, this is the thing what a lot of people don't understand. It's like, you look at these um these rappers right now, when you might hate them and all of that, it's not, it's not their fault, though. It's not. Yeah. It is not their fault. It's not, you know, niggas should have taught them better. It's not their fault, neither. Not their teacher's fault. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's the fact that everything is, you know, everything has to go through a filter in this country. If it, if it becomes major, you know, if you're going to be played on the biggest, you know, the big radio stations and the big video, your shit is screened. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right. nothing is on TV. Nothing is going on a major publication without it being screened and 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 everybody has a boss everybody answers to somebody and there's an agenda 
You understand what I'm saying? And the agenda is to keep a certain type of hip-hop off the radio, out of the front line, because the kids are going to follow the rappers more than they follow any president, any anybody else. Mm-hmm. What? Right? So they don't they they trying to eliminate the rebellious spirit and try to and re, you know the rebellious thinkers spirit like even if you rap I'm not even talking about if you rap on no like 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 let's just say like like cuz me I, my raps don't be on no conscious shit like I mean I might drop a jewel in my shit you understand what I'm saying but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. even if you rap the most ignorant shit in the world if you rap really well mm-hmm. the listener think you understand what I'm saying? You have to yeah. think because you putting together those m- metaphors and all of that. You know, it make it, you, you you it makes your brain work a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but this other shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, it, it's getting steered in a direction where you know they don't want n- no n- no 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 thought provoking shit, and definitely not no 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 rebellious shit. And I don't, and I'm not, I'm not even talking about on a conscious level. That's out of here. They, you know, they don't want no conscious music. Oh yeah, because you know, back in the right. days, you know, you had in the '90s, you had songs with meaning. Substance. Yeah, you know, I, I heard, you know, they don't want no, they don't, they don't want no gangster rap either. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? They don't want none of that shit to go because I, say what you want to say about gangster rappers, but you know, like, like, like on some real shit is. You know, we are, we are in a fucked up situation in this country and in this world right now and all of that. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Police done disarmed niggas. A few years ago, they was, everybody, you know, they paying you to give them your gun. Remember Nas said it on a scene, on a song, police paying me to give them my gun, all of that. All yeah. They were trying to disarm the, disarm people and, 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 and all of the mass incarceration and all of that and all of that and all of that. And then they just do what they want to us. You understand? That everybody giving... Everybody done sold their guns back to the police, and then the police start killing black people every day. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? This yeah. Happened, mind you, this shit happened on Obama's watch while everybody was so happy we had a black president. This shit happened mm-hmm. on Obama's watch. Right. Yep. For sure. You understand what I'm saying? So what I'm getting at here is I'm saying is like, they don't want no, they don't want the youth, they don't want the youth or the disenfranchised to have, they don't want us to have no strength. They don't want our strong black men here. The ones that are here, they getting locked up. The ones that, the, the ones that could be strong, they get, they promoting Molly drugs and drinking yeah. them. You understand what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and so if that's the only thing that you, that, that they playing on the radio, what does the young rapper do now? He want to be on the radio. He don't give a fuck about nothing but the fame because he wasn't educated about money or nothing. Or, you understand what I'm saying? He don't know yeah. about nothing. Yeah. He don't know. He don't got a bank account. He ain't, you know, this is, I mean, this is the norm. Not to say that this is 100% of the time, but this is very common. You understand what I'm saying? The little, yeah. nigga, little nigga learns how to rap. The little nigga wants to be a rapper because he wants to be famous. And the only way to do it Seemingly to him is to do this shit. Word, yeah. word, word. Now I just met. Now, now you got a nigga. Now you got the youth. These little niggas who smart and all, they mumble rapping. You understand what I'm? Yeah, yeah. You got them wearing dresses. You got the, the niggas on so much, so many drugs. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't even know what they don't even know what they're getting paid as well too. I mean. Right, it's fucked up. It's fucked up because the you know the youth, you know when you I, I was there. You understand what I'm saying? I was young, niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to be famous. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. I didn't like being broke, but I didn't know what really having money felt like. So it wasn't that bad to me. You understand what I'm saying? Right. right. I didn't understand money at all, and that's the and you know and that and that's common. So these little niggas is just running around here, you know. They trying to fi- they trying to figure out how to win. It's like, listen, if the, the, if I gotta I gotta sell what they buying. You understand what I'm saying? And this yeah. is they buying because of this agenda. You understand what I'm saying? So that's hip hop in a nutshell. So I don't hate the youngins. You understand what I'm saying? I don't I, I don't I don't like all of the music. I can tell the difference between a youngin making bullshit music and and a 
that can rap and the young and making bullshit mu- music that can't rap. Like I know the dis- I, I know the difference. You understand what I'm saying? Word up, word up. And hey. a nigga just playing a game, and then a nigga who's trying to play, trying to win, he's playing the game as opposed to a nigga who can't rap. I know the difference. Right, right. And so you know, there's other the underground scene still going on. You know, with young cats. Uh, what, 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 what young cats are you feeling that you know the MCs right now that you think are pretty good and you're listening to? The ones I raised. Okay. You know right, what I mean? Gotcha. Like my plate is kind of full with that. I don't have a lot of time to listen to a lot of new niggas. And you know, how do you listen? To, how do you discover some new nigger? You understand what I'm saying? Like you have to search. Like you have to be alerted to this person's exi- existence before you type his name in the search for it. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So word, I word. really don't know. Like it's you know, shout out to the Satin Street G. Shout out to the Monster Nation. Shout out to Bucktown USA that that oh, and everything still in them over there doing. They just now dropped the album called uh, Building Bridges. I'm on okay. that. I, you know what I'm saying? All but, right. Um, All right. But yeah, um, you know, like uh, my man Pressure De Nero, my baby brother Mike Milley, my uh, my brother Bo Black, Rock Red, formerly Little Rock of the Representatives. Like I got a whole like if you follow me, you know, mm-hmm. on my social media. You know, yeah. like, like, like you, you, you'll see, like, like I promote all of it. Word. So tell, word. tell us where, where, where can we find you on social media, Rock? Tell us the, um, the sites and um. On Instagram, um, Rockness BCC. Um, I'm Rock of Health and Skelter on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. and on Twitter, underscore Rockness underscore. You know what I mean? And you, you see, I, I, I promote all. You know, I promote these dudes and shit. This what up and and you know working with them, you know it consumes a lot of my time and and you know my energy, you know my my attention. Should I my musical attention? So it's my shit and it's their shit, and that's it. That's what's up, man. And so what what are you working on right now? What what projects are you working on right now? Well, I'm at, I'm working on a few. Um, I'm I'm about to. Well, I'm I'm working on a, the album Rockness AP. AP for right. after. It's like in the in the like 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 in the biblical sense of blasphemy. It's called Rockness AP. Um, I also that's it's almost finished and that shit is bananas. Understand? For a long time, I was working on this. You know, the album I was working on was called The Man, The Myth, The Monster, right? And that album was almost done. Then P passed, so I I I didn't just try to finish that album. Now, like this whole moment needs frame so. I, I put I put triple M to the side and got on this. You understand what I'm saying? Because because cause, you know my life right now deserves its own movie. You understand what I'm saying? Like I didn't want to just right. add this. I didn't want to add this Sean P shit onto you know the tail end of the, of the triple M album. So didn't want to do that. So you know I, I gave this I gave this moment its own picture frame and it's called Rockness AP. You know what I mean? But mind you. The triple M is sitting right behind that, almost finished. You understand what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. I, um, I have um, I just I, I have a, a, a EP I'm about to drop called Chronicles of the Most High. I, I, I produced by my man Big Ape. He's from he he lives in Amsterdam. So I'm I'm you know I'm releasing it with my peoples over in in Amsterdam. You know it's oh, so, oh. I did it in Amsterdam. You know it's. Mm-hmm. It's called Chronicles of the Most High. I am not talking about Allah, God, or whoever you. You understand what I'm saying? This is a, this is a, is a very weedy. It's a very uh intoxicated album. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, well, yeah. yeah. You know, what I'm um, some of the best weed punchlines you ever heard in your fucking life on that shit. And um, yeah, that's that's finished. I'm going to. I'm, I'll be in Amsterdam. Um, on the the 13th of next week, I'm going to Amsterdam for, we're going to have a listening party for that. You know what I mean? I also Dope. have a mixtape I'm about to drop called Slang and Rock. And oh, okay. okay, has nothing to do with selling crack. It has everything to do with selling me. So, you know what I'm saying? Word, it's word. A of, of a bunch of features that I did. Like, you know, people hit me, hit me for hire, people hire gun. You know what I'm saying? Like people call me to, to you know, they they need a track murdered and they call me and I do it. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Would, would, there, would, would there ever be, um, Rock, would there ever be another Bootcamp Click album? We're waiting for that, man. Another one. I know that, you know, Sean P. passed and stuff, but as far as, like, yeah. you guys still working together, another album? I mean, when we're ready, you know what I mean? Niggas are still grieving. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, so I hear you, man. The rest of the world, you know what I'm saying? We you know at, at, for the rest of the world, everybody's lost. You know, we lost Prince, we lost Fife, we done lost all of these other great men and women since P passed. You understand? And then we've also, you know, lost other people in our families, you know, people who ain't famous or whatever. You know what I right, mean? But, right, right, right. You know, the world moves on. So, but for us. Like, losing P is probably the biggest loss. Most of, I mean, it's definitely my biggest loss ever. You understand what right. I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. word, word. And we all grieve differently. You understand what I'm saying? Like, me recording, like, it's de- me recording is, you know, that's that's part of my wiring, me rapping and, 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 and expressing my anger and my frustrations and all of that through music. But everybody don't operate like that. You know, a lot of right. things go to, a lot of, and I heard something about Bugshot saying that he was like the backspine of boot camp. Like he was like the man, you know, like as far as him having everybody together and stuff. He was Ooh. like a big part of it. Uh, Sean P. You know, he was like the the guy that uh, he, he had said on an interview um, about Sean P. You know, that he was like the one that was like uh, bringing everybody together and make sure everybody was cool with each other and stuff. Is that true? Was that true about that? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's. I don't. I don't know. That that's true. I mean, you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if misheard or misunderstood something he said. Yeah. I think fuck about nothing. You understand what I'm saying? But he loved. Oh, okay. But he loved all his niggas. But he wasn't yeah. about to play peacemaker. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah, gonna, yeah. He gonna say what he say. You know what I'm saying? You gonna listen or you gonna get the fuck out of here? You understand what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He say what he meant and meant what he say. Even what even if what he meant to say was a lie. He would say that too, goddamn it. Don't give a fuck. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah. nigga, right? But, um, you know, what Ruck, you know, what Ruck was, was, you know, he was just basically, he was like, you felt safe with Ruck, regardless. You know, there's a lot of yeah. people, there's a lot of people I be around that I have to, I feel like I have to protect. And then there's some people I feel like when I'm with them, I feel protected. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Ruck was safe with them. You understand what I'm saying? Even though it was a, it was times when I was his security, it was times he was my security. But I knew I was I knew that I was safe with son. You know what I mean? And and he was a and he was a lead, he was a natural born leader. You know what I'm saying? He would be willing to follow though. You know what I'm saying? He's willing. To yeah. Follow, but until he don't want to no more, and then what's gonna eventually happen is you're gonna follow him. Right. Right, man. So yeah, so you guys are still grieving with all that stuff, and as far as you know, the boot camp. But um, so when your projects drop, um, when are the dates are you looking at? You're looking at like, next, like the Amsterdam one, next year, or how's that looking? The projects that you're gonna drop, the projects you're gonna drop, are they gonna drop anytime soon, or like next year? You already have set dates? No, not no set dates. Well, look, but definitely next year, definitely for 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 Rockness AP and Chronicles of the Most High. And uh, actually, fucking the the mixtape slang and rock are probably in a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm just, I could probably have a downloadable version for that by, by before I leave to go out. You know, overseas. Uh, word up, yeah. That's what's up, man. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Um, Bomba Cloud, uh, Fresh, y'all got any questions? Um, yeah, I just wanted to know, um, like, did that One Nation album? Did I ever? get done or were you a part of it i wasn't a part of it but i i mean like i heard you you could find that one nation album in its entirety on youtube how about that oh that's what's up all right dope 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 yeah but it ain't never get fully released i heard you know the songs some of the songs were you know verses and shit we used for um you know, some of the other millions of pop albums that came out, you know, after he passed. You know, that nigga put out a lot of albums after he passed. But, like, some of those joints were, um, you know, were reconstructed, you know, with other artists and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But One Nation, you know, the One Nation version of those songs, it's on yeah. YouTube. Okay. I'm going to look that up. Shit, everything's on YouTube now. I did not know that. Damn, wow. yeah. 
And so that when you were at the east, when you were on the west coast, you say you were you were fucking with uh with the alcoholics. Anybody else over there? What about like Cypress Hill and them or? Um, nah, Raz, my boy. Um, I'll be over there fucking with Raz Cash. My my boy. Um, the Outlaws. Outlaws, right? Yeah, the Outlaws was the niggas I was really rocking with. Like me, like like on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I'm saying That's like what's that. Up, man. Um. Like the alcoholics, like you know, those are the homies. Like you know, they had a, we. I get an invite, I go. You know what I'm saying? Like they was over here at a, at, at a, what you call it? Meet us over here. I would do that. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, I, I got to work with Nate Dog while I was out there when I was working on the project. Uh, wow. You know what I mean? Peace to him. Um, but illish shit. I don't know if y'all ever, if y'all know, if y'all familiar with um with the other homie, he's Sticky Fingers' brother, I believe he was. Um, his name is X One, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Onyx, yeah, yeah. X One yeah. used to be in Cali. I think he might have lived out there, but I used to. Oh, he's from Brooklyn. No, he's from he's from New York, Queens, but he used to live in yeah. Brooklyn. I would see this nigga only in California, like, but he didn't live there though. Like only in California, I was. <laughs> what? But, um, <laughs> he's like, thought you're from New York. I'm in Cali. <laughs> right. So, man. Man. Yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show, uh, Rock. Any last, uh, any last shout outs? Um, can you give a shout out to Graffiti Talk Radio? And, Absolutely. Um, um, all right. Hold on a second. Uh, um, just, just you know, just want to be, just want to re, reconfirm or reaffirm, you know, remind the world and and anybody listening to, um, you know, to, to be on the lookout for that Rockness AP. That's a that's it's the, it's the realest shit I ever wrote. Um, this Slang and Rock mixtape will be out in a few days, um, and you know stay posted for details. Chronicles of the Most High will be out soon. Amsterdam I'll be out there having a listening party and all of that. But yeah, next up the Rockness AP Slang and Rocks mm-hmm. Chronicles of the Most High. Those three projects are coming immediately. Understand that. That's what's so up. be yeah. advised. You know what I mean? But we're in November right now. By the time next year come out, two of those projects will, pro- will, will probably already be out. You understand what I'm saying? So that's that. Word up. Word up. And I also have... Let me give a shout-out. What is it, Graffiti Talk Records? Yeah, Graffiti, graffiti Talk Radio. Talk Radio, yeah. Shout-out to... Big, 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 big shouts go out to Graffiti Talk Radio. If you all know, like I know, this is the one and only Mr. Monster Man Rocco. You can call me Big Rock, and we out. Uh, hey, that's all right, man. Appreciate it, man. Peace. Thank you very much. Peace. All right, stay up.